What's poppin' people? Happy New Year everyone! Happy New Year! 2020 has been shit. Let's hope 2021 goes better. Fingers crossed. So, I hope all of y'all had great New Year's plans. I didn't. I stayed at home because I'm a loner. What about you, Bhavish? I just enjoyed in the moment, you know, saw the Burj Khalifa fireworks. And, you know, had a couple of beers with the fam. (laughs) Okay. So, you had a great New Year. We're here to ruin it. Yes. As we mentioned last week, this is part two of serial killer spree last week we talked about the zodiac killer and today who are we talking about bhavish jeffrey dahmer yeah that's not a very known name right but once you guys hear what all he's done you will shut your pants yes why do i have a feeling people who are waiting for this episode will just be like why didn't you do ted bundy well He's too mainstream. If you do hear what this guy has done, Ted Bundy would seem like a normal human being to you. No lie. Well, yeah. So let's just get to it. Trigger warning again. There's more gruesome things that Bhavish is going to be mentioning. And again, if you have a sensitive heart and if you're not able to take it, please don't listen to it. This is very gruesome. Okay, good to go. So Jeffrey Dahmer is popularly known as the Milwaukee Cannibal or the Milwaukee Monster. So Jeffrey Dahmer is not only a serial killer, but he's also a registered sex offender who committed the murder and dismemberment of 17 men and boys from 1978 to 1991. Many of his later murders involved necrophilia, cannibalism, and the permanent preservation of body parts, typically all part of the skeleton for later consumption. So, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, schizophrenia personality disorder, and a psychotic disorder. But when his case went to trial, he was found to be legally sane. He was convicted of 15 of the 16 murders he had committed in Wisconsin and was sentenced to 15 terms of life imprisonment. Dahmer was later sentenced to 16th term of life imprisonment for an additional homicide in Ohio, 1978. This is the first one that he ever did. So it, it was claimed that uh, Dahmer was, you know, deprived of attention as an infant. But it was actually his mother who caused these issues as claimed. His mother was a hypodraniac who suffered from depression and demanded constant attention. And she basically worked herself into a state of anxiety over trivial matters to, you know, appease uh, his father. It's kind of sad. Yeah, it's very sad. That's like half of the things that us teenagers are facing now. Oh my God, that's a dark ass future. <laughs> and because of all of this, neither parent was able to devote any time to uh, Jeffrey. And it, it was noted that, you know, Jeffrey was very energetic and a happy child in school. But it all went away after he added her surgery. And due to extreme tension arguments between his parents during his early years, uh, he was very quiet and timid. And there was a point that Norma started manifesting interest in dead animals. 
He initially collected large insects such as dragonflies and butterflies. And later on, he moved on to collecting animal carcasses from the roadside. He dissembled these animals either at home or in a nearby woodland. According to one of the friends, uh, Dharma dismembered these animals and stored the parts in jars in the family's tool shed, explaining that he was curious to see how animals fitted together. Psychopath alert. And it was at one point, this is Dharma decapitated the carcass of a dog before nailing the body to a tree and impaling the skull on the stake beside a wooden cross in woods near his house. Jesus Christ. How, how creepy is that? That's just psychopathic. Straight up. It's not creepy anymore. It's just psychopathic. Okay, moving ahead from all of this. So, you know, there's always a bonding situation between a father and son where the son shows some interest and the father really likes it. Dahmer had asked his father what would happen if chicken bones were placed in bleach. His father was really pleased by, you know, his curiosity and he demonstrated how to safely bleach and preserve animal bones. And Dahmer actually incorporated these techniques into his bone collecting. What a father-son Sunday activity, isn't it? Tonight, everyone's gonna go bleach some chickens. Such productivity. So much creativity. At 14, he began drinking beer and hard alcohol, something we do at age 20 and 21. When he reached puberty, Dahmer discovered that he was gay. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. And because of this revelation, he started fantasizing about dominating and controlling a completely submissive male partner. And these fantasies gradually became intertwined with dissection. At 16, on one occasion, Dharma concealed himself in bushes with a baseball bat, lying in wait for this man. However, he did not pass by on that day. He got saved. And... This is to be noted that this was the first attempt to attack. Like, this was the first time he ever thought that he wants to attack at the age of 16. So, Dharma started moving away from all of that and he started becoming more of a class clown, staged pranks, and it became known as doing a Dharma. And as he became a class clown, it kind of came into view that, you know, he's suffering from depression, anxiety, and... His parents, you know, in one big, big chance to save their marriage, attended counseling sessions. They continued to quarrel frequently. And it was discovered that the mother had an affair and they both decided to divorce. So around this time, Dahmer was turning 18. Dahmer committed his first murder in 1978, three weeks after his graduation. This is the story of how he did it. On June 18, Dharma picked up a hitchhiker named Stephen Mark Hicks, who was almost 19. Dharma lured this youth to his house on the pretext of two young men drinking alcohol together. Hicks, who had been hitchhiking to a rock concert, was completely okay with it. And it came to a point where Hicks was like, okay, you know, we had some great fun. It's good to know you, man. We'll meet some other time. I'm gonna go. Which Dormer did not like. So what Dormer did was that he bludgeoned Hicks with a 10-pound dumbbell and later struck Hicks twice from behind with the dumbbell as he sat upon a chair. When Hicks fell unconscious, Dharma strangled him to death with the bar of the dumbbell. 
and what he did next was then he stripped the clothes from Hicks body before masturbating as he stood above the corpse fun it doesn't end there the following day itself dormer dissected hicks body in his basement he later buried the remains in a shallow grave in his backyard before several weeks later the remains and the parring fresh from the bones he dissolved the flesh in acid before flushing the solution down the toilet he crushed the bones with a sledgehammer and scattered them in the woodland behind his family house imagine trees of humans growing there you know mm. it's just babies on trees oh my god that'd be so cool nature at its finest nature at its finest indeed could already see that headline on news So we come back to the point where Dormer's father has come back into his life and has sent him to Ohio State University to major in business and the only year that he did there was quite unproductive because of his alcohol abuse his overall gpa out of 4 was 0.45 dormer dropped out after just 3 months In January 1979, uh, Dormer enlisted for the United States Army, where he trained as a medical specialist. And during his time in the army, two soldiers had said that he they had been raped by Dormer while in the army. It was stated that Dormer raped one of them over a 17-month period. It's more than a year. And the other one says that he was drugged and raped inside of an armored personal carrier. In 1981. uh damor was you know deemed uh, unsuitable for the military because of all the alcohol abuse and he was honorably discharged he was it came to a point where he was given an option to go anywhere in the us and he basically said he did not want to face his father and he went to miami beach instead he started working in a deli and he was living in a motel and because of his alcohol problems he was kicked out and when he soon went back to his father back in ohio Dahmer was arrested for drunk and disorderly conduct and he was fined $60 and given a 10-day jail sentence. His very first brush with the law. Dahmer was later sent by his stepmother to live with his grandmother in Wisconsin. Now this is where all of his murders took place. So sad. So he was sent to his grandmother's in Wisconsin with uh, his parents hoping that you know a change of scenery might persuade Dahmer to you know retain from alcohol and live responsibly. And he he did he got an employment and he had the job for 10 months for being laid off for 2 years in january 1985 uh, domo was hired as a mixer at the milwaukee ambrosia chocolate factory and over there he an incident occurred where he was you know by another man a stranger he threw him a note and the stranger offered to perform fellatio upon him the hell is that fellatio is oral sex Although Dormer didn't, you know, respond to this proposition, but it stirred his mind uh, and you know the fantasies of control and dominance that he had developed as a teenager and he started going into gay bars, gay bathhouses and all, you know, trying to you know meet friends, get some action. Fun fact, he was also known to have stolen a mannequin from a store which he used for sexual stimulation until his grandmother discovered the item and demanded that he discard it. Imagine the plight of the grandmother should be so horrified oh my god she'd be like really mannequin really okay so during his uh, encounters he became very frustrated with his partners moving during the sexual act he kind of viewed people as objects of pleasure instead of as people 
and he started with giving sleeping pills to his partners and you know in liquor and then raping their unconscious body uh dormer was arrested for masturbating in front of two 12 year old boys as he stood close to a river and you know uh, he was charged with indecent exposure did he do it in the river he stood close to the river and i think he was aiming for the river uh anyhow he was uh, charged with one year of probation and there was still counseling that was supposed to be going on and during this time he encountered a man by the name of Stephen Tumor at a bar and uh, he persuaded him to return to the ambassador hotel in Milwaukee where Dormer had rented a room for the evening according to Dormer he had no intention of murdering but rather intent to drug and rape him as he lay unconscious the following morning however Dormer awoke out of the old alcohol and drugs and he found Tomoy lying beneath him on the bed his chest crushed in black and blue with bruises blood was seeping from the corner of his mouth and Dormer's fists and one forearm were extensively bruised they have a fight they were naked on top of each other i'm telling you this was ufc <laughs> out and to dispose of this body Dormer purchased a large suitcase in which he transported the body to his grandmother's residence one week later he severed the head arms and legs from the torso he removed the bones from the body before cutting the flesh into pieces small enough to handle he then placed the flesh inside a plastic garbage bags he wrapped bones inside a sheet and pounded them into splinters with sledgehammer and he disposed of everything excluding this severed head uh two weeks following his murder uh damar retained the victim's head wrapped in a blanket he boiled the head in a mixture of soylex and bleached retained the skull which he then used as stimulus for masturbation eventually the skull was rendered to too brittle by this bleaching process so he pulverized it and disposed it hot and came out to the point where he started doing this and he started getting you know people uh he used to be like you know 50 dollars come and i take new pictures of you it came to the point that you know he did some gruesome gruesome things that uh he would basically retain the skull of his victims as prized possessions and there were points where that he found uh, a person you know very exceptionally attractive and he preserved his head his genitalia and what all there was there was also a time things backfired on dormer in which he actually drank uh, the drugs and sedatives in which he only went to sleep and everything that he owned got stolen like his clothing 300 dollars and a watch and there was there was a point where uh, he his victim by the name of miller damar had two sleeping pills and he gave it to his victim and then he basically before he could wake up slashed his neck with a knife he then posed the nude body for various suggestive polaroid photographs before placing the body in his bathtub for disembowelment damar repeatedly kissed and talked to the severed head while he dismembered the remainder of the body he also ended up wrapping his heart biceps and portions of flesh from the leg in plastic bags and placed them in a fridge for later consumption uh, jeffy dormer was caught in 1991 when he approached three men with an offer to you know come and to his apartment for nude photographs one person 32 year old tracy edwards agreed and accompanied to his apartment upon entering the apartment uh, edwards noted like a foul odor and several 
boxes of hydrochloric acid and what Dormer basically did was he basically put a handcuff on Edwards hand and handcuffed himself to him and got a knife out and told him that you know you're going to have to you know pose nude pictures and you know while he was inside the bedroom he saw like you know there were like nude meal posters on the wall video tape the exorcist so uh, it came to the point where edwards was just you know trying to get away and he he was trying to be friendly that you know i'm your friend we came here together we're good friends so you know let's just keep this calm between us and he asked him like you know can we go into the living room you know have a beer and chill and talk about it Dahmer was like okay fine and while they were having a beer he noticed that he had Dahmer had a momentary lapse of concentration and that's when he basically hit uh, Dahmer in the face and he wasn't have holding the handcuffs anymore knocking him out and he ran out of the door and at 11:30 pm he flagged down two police officers who went to Dahmer's apartment and they found all the evidence of polaroid pictures human bodies various stages of dismemberment everything that was there and when dahmer saw that he tried to resist arrest and he was cuffed and he was again he was going to go jail but after you know doing more search of his house it was found that they discovered an entire torso plus a bag of human organs and flesh stuck to the ice at the bottom elsewhere in apartment 213 investigators discovered and a total of 74 polaroid pictures detailing the dismemberment of dormer's victims were found the doctor that was on this case had stated that it was like dismantling someone's museum instead of an actual crime scene and ladies and gentlemen that is the story of jeffrey dormer did he die he was killed he was basically shanked by one of the cellmates horrifying i mean it's it's a really scary and the fact that he also confessed to all of this he said that you know i know i did wrong so that goes a long way hence he was stated sane yeah because he said that he knows he did wrong still doesn't account for what he did though one of the most creepiest persons that ever lived because he knew what he was doing he knew how to do it hence he used it in killing people okay so i guess we are really done scaring the bejesus out of our audience i guess they're probably tired of hearing us scaring them as well so i would like to say guys stay safe know who you meet don't trust people blindly well yeah that also strangers especially they could be a serial killer So I just want to say thank you guys uh, if you've listened to Leo bearing with the grisly details. Yes, of course. And well, we did mention trigger warning, but I'm sorry for everyone who heard this including myself. So it's 2021 now. Ended our year serial killer we're starting with a serial killer. That's not a very good start, you know. It wasn't a very good end either, but let's go with the flow. Well, 2020 has been shit, so you know. Well, yeah. Throwback to the unsolved zodiac killer story. If you haven't heard it, go hear it. Next week is not going to be something as scary as this. We're going to do something lighthearted. Yeah. So, if you have any suggestions, please DM us, please tell us, and we shall be happy to do so. And I would like to give out a shout out to Sai Chatterjee, who has given us the idea for this topic. I hate you. You have given us nightmares. 
so covid is still here so have a bath daily sanitize your hands wear masks practice social distancing and keep yourself safe and that's how the cookie crumbles okay bye bye